thank you so much, Sammy Forsen, for attempting to play my favorite song, Hello God, by Dolly Parton. As a welcome gift, I truly accept it and hope, for, hope that you can play the full thing for me sometime later. A very good afternoon to you and welcome to your favorite business development program on Radio Masterclass. Masterclass is powered by Joy Business and is brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, good energy. Goyle, Yenara, Yedia. Masterclass comes your way every Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. and runs all the way through to 2.15 p.m. here on your superstation Joy 99.7. Beg your pardon. My name is Yabanafo and I'm glad to be your host for today's edition of Masterclass. Last week here on the show, we concluded our conversation here, five-week conversation it was, on winning pitches and the entrepreneurship learning curve. We had a conversation with Albert Ni Ayitego, a very spirited young Ghanaian, who is a chartered management accountant and also the head of finance and investment at the Ghana Commodities Exchange. And for those five weeks, my good friend and brother, Daryl Kwao, hosted the show, and he sat in for me the entire period while I was away. I mean, listening to him, I almost felt like I could get used to it, but all good things they say do come to an end, so I'm back here, and I'm excited to be back here. To my brother Daryl, I say thank you so much, and as we say in my language, Unyami Shao. It does feel good to be back among my own, uh, especially uh, back to you, our cherished listeners. Um, but we're moving into another month, and having ended our conversations in the month of August, we start a new conversation in a new month. And the thing about new months that I love is that you know, it's a brand new month full of new opportunities, new strengths, new beginnings, new openings, and definitely new growth. You know, whatever happened in the month of August, whatever you were not able to do as a business person, whatever plans you had, well, we have a brand new month. And so it's an opportunity to try again. And we're doing something really exciting in this month of September. You know, every now and again, uh, when we come to you with all of this talk about principles of business, bookkeeping, um, cybersecurity, how to raise capital, financing options, and all of that. Every now and again, we want to do what we call a litmus test of some sort and go back and talk to the business people to whom we're sharing all of this free information and say, listen, all the stuff that we share, you know, on strategy, have a positive mindset, how to raise capital, um, do this, do that, uh, interest rates, you know, all the accounting principles, register your business, have a board of directors, all of that. When we come down to you in your business space, how does all that pan out for you? Is there enough time? There's always a big gap and a big difference between what should be and what is. And so we come back and we say, how are you doing in your business? You know, we, we go around and we speak to a few Ghanaians and we say, with all the things that we've been talking about, you know, high level stuff, how is it really panning out in your business? So today we have a, a wonderful young Ghanaian here with us on the show, entrepreneur, runs her own business is the CEO of, and I'm going to pronounce this wrongly, deliberately, because he corrected me just before we came on, and I couldn't believe I'd pronounced it wrong. Um, very, very popular on social media. For those of you who know, you know she's in the clothing industry, and she's a determined and ambitious entrepreneur, and she's the CEO of a company, Nessa, I said Nessa Shoes, I said Nuessa, but she will tell us the right pronunciation. It's a prominent footwear company with about eight years of experience in the shoemaking industry, and she sh she's showcased her expertise in producing a wide range of footwear. Her journey, like most Ghanaians, like most entrepreneurs, started when she completed her degree in chemical engineering from Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology. After school, she worked briefly as a petroleum engineer after a national service year. And despite her academic background, the same thing that we all go through, no jobs, no vacancy, <laughs> no jobs, no vacancy. Mm -hmm. Fast forward, she took up the challenge and decided to do something for herself. For most of us listening this afternoon, 
a lot of us were, should I say, pushed into entrepreneurship during the COVID period, when people had to stay home and do stuff for themselves entirely. No money was coming. If you don't move, the money doesn't come, you know. But Akusia started quite uh, slightly earlier than, than most of us. And today, she's, you know, she's here to share her story with us. So my guest for this afternoon's show is Akusia Sechi Ejikum, who is also the CEO of Nuesa Shoes. Drum roll. I could say you're welcome to the show. And I'm super excited. I think the first thing you should do is correct me. How do we pronounce the name of your company? The bully people. <laughs> okay. so I might even be pronouncing it wrongly. Right. It's like pronouncing an Italian or French word, and you're not French or Italian. See, oh. You can never pronounce it better than they themselves. No, but we pronounce bonjour. I think everybody says bonjour very well. But not with an accent. Bonjour. Oh, bonjour. Ah. <laughs> so how do you pronounce? How do you pronounce? So the bully people call it Nuesa. Nuesa. Yeah, that means footwear. So three syllable, Nuesa. Yes, Nuesa. Yes. Okay, footwear. Yes, footwear in their language. Indigenous. Like the way you say in Paboa or, or... Are you bully? No, I'm not. But you love the bully people. I don't even... I, funny enough, mm. <laughs> uh, my brother-in-law asked me, when I pronounced, I mentioned it, he asked me, which language is that? I said, that's the bully language mm-hmm. he looked at me and was like where does where my father comes from he doesn't even speak the language small world very see? small world <laughs> wow he, he doesn't speak so it's, I, I don't know anybody in who, who is a bully mm-hmm. just one lady may her so rest in mm-hmm. peace Esperanza mm-hmm. so I decided to look for a brand name mm-hmm. that's truly indigenous that's very indigenous to Ghana but not even to the average Ghanaian I didn't know that. And I'm sure many Ghanaians didn't know that. So to all my bully people who are listening this afternoon, if you know any bully people who are not listening, call them to listen in. Yes. yes. Nuesa yes. is on the show this afternoon. Yes. It's on Masterclass. Yes. You're going to be telling us about your story. Yeah. The reason we do this, among many other things, you know, apart from making sure that all the theories that we're sharing are practicalized in your business, it's also to serve as an inspiration. We always say here on the show that life is too short to make all the mistakes yourself. So there's really no reason to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. If person A has done it, the mistakes they made should not be made by person B. Yeah. So that when person B achieves a higher height, then person C becomes better. And that's how we grow as a people. That's how we grow as a country. Yeah. That's how we all grow. So we're going to listen to your story today to serve as an inspiration to a lot of people. Okay. But just some few fun facts. You know, coming here into the show, I just thought, let me just grab a few fun facts about startups and businesses. Okay. It's one of the most difficult things to do anywhere. People say it's difficult to start business in Ghana. It's difficult to start business anywhere. But that's why once you've been fervent and you've persevered, then the results come. So here are some interesting statistics. And this is not just peculiar to Ghana. It says this, and this I picked this up on, online. This is from Wikipedia. Okay. Um, 28th June 2023. It says only 40% of startups are able to become profitable. <laughs> I'm sure that some of my entrepreneurs <laughs> listening are saying, yeah, you are right. Or maybe the 40 is even too generous. <laughs> only 40% of startups are able to become profitable. It doesn't mean you should stop. Let's try. We'll push that percentage up. Another fun fact. Competition is the greatest challenge when starting a business. I'm sure some people may have different, different opinions there. Competition? Competition is the greatest challenge when starting a business. I'm not sure you agree with that. No, from I the don't look agree. Your face. Okay. The next one says, about 58% of startups have less than $25,000 at their disposal. That one is true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I think 25 becomes a dose. A dose. <laughs> okay. That's but true. there's another one here that I love. It says 60% of entrepreneurs agree that AI is currently the most promising innovation technology. Yeah, true or false? That's very true. 
Okay. Enough about fun facts. Let's start the conversation. Okay. Akosia Sechi Ejekun, CEO yeah. of Nuesa Shoes. I like, you know, when, when, when they're going to do an interview on in some of the movies, we, we, we want to say, for the record, please tell us your full name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, your name is Akosia Sechi Ejekun. Yes, that's yes? your full name. Is there any other name you want us to know? Um... And but that is just for as a household name. It's a household I mean, name. Yeah, that's what okay. people question. Um, a bit about your background. Okay, so and, the, and the, the reason we're doing this is so people can people can connect. Okay. So that they don't think that oh she's from a good home, everything was already there for her and she's made it uh, no news. No. We want to be able to connect reality. No, no. So don't tell us personal stuff, but just you know. general Just a bit about about. Okay, I'm, I'm, up. I'm the mm. I'm the last child of my parents. Mm. Um, my my daddy passed on early. God bless him. Yes. So, so my daddy passed on early. So I was brought up by my mom, who is a teacher. And then I have three other siblings. Two, thank God for mothers, eh? Yeah, thank God for mothers. Two boys and then a sister. Mm. And then I had the opportunity to go to Holy Child School mm. and I studied general science there. Then so all my Holy Co people this afternoon. Yeah, all my hopsas. <laughs> Your girl is on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and I moved to KUSC to do okay. chemical engineering right. for four years. Then after, I did my national service with GMPC. Mm. Then after GMPC, the national service, that's when the unemployment started staring at you in the face. Mm. I stayed home for a while. Um, then I got opportunity to work with an HR consultancy firm in mm. Westlands. Mm. Then after a while, then I, I needed to come home for a bit. There was more. You wanted I, to do more I, I and like, you felt that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I felt I felt stifled. I wanted to do more than that, and then. And it's interesting that you mentioned that, because there's always a at least the next question I'm going to ask you that, when you first decided into you know to go into business, what what was it that pushed you? Okay, so what pushed me was, while I was doing my national service, I was retailing the footwear. Somebody was making it, and I was retailing it. Side hustle. Yeah, side hustle. Then after a while, because I was unemployed now, it means I could commit more time to doing it. But the person who was doing it for me couldn't meet up with my demand or how how soon I needed it. And so I decided to look for someone to do it for me. Mm. And then in my search, and I met someone, mm. my first boss or my first mentor, mm. who said he was going to teach me and so that I could do it myself because he doesn't think he might also get time to do it for me. So spend, that's how. spend 30 seconds on this point for me. Okay. We always get, we always hear people say, Charlie, I, you know, I got the edge to do it. A lot of people are afraid it's to, scary. to jump. It's scary. We're afraid to jump and let go. We're afraid to go into the unknown. You had a push. Some people are forced there by COVID. Some people, Charlie, it's a few I didn't have but the push. Let's speak to somebody. I didn't have the push. 30 seconds. I didn't have the push. You didn't have a job. No, I didn't have a job. But then again, there are people who don't have jobs and they're still there. Mm. So I had, okay, so if you say I, I had the push, mm. it wasn't an external push from anybody. I had to push myself. Internally? Yes, I had so to push So there's a conviction my- to say, Charlie, yeah, this I had, is it. I had to push myself. And, and throughout my journey, it's been pushing myself throughout. I mean, I haven't had people like, they're going to push you in this direction. You should go in this direction. It's always been self-driven. Mm. Yes. So you have to get up. Really, you have to get you up. You have That's, to get that, up. I like that. You have to get up. You're, you know, you're listening to us. You're thinking, Charlie, I need help from somebody. You have to get up, and it works. People have, people have done this on their own. And they forced, you know. There's a dark period, small, but after that, you know, there's, there's light at the I'm end of the tunnel. I'm going to be very real here. Mm. You have to get up. If I tell you today, I didn't want to come mm. out, out like get out of bed, mm. 
It's true. I didn't want to get out of bed. But mm. then I remember that I had an interview mm. today and I had to show up. That's encouraged somebody. Yes. To tell you that I had to, I had to yeah. come here today. So yeah. it is not every day that you are motivated, but then mm. you have to look. Uh, somebody is looking up to yeah. me and I have to get up. Yeah. So that's it. Let's talk about how you started. I mean, you were telling us about, you know, you met someone who yeah. was going to teach you the business yeah. and already you were doing this as a side hustle yeah. and all that. Before that question, though, sometimes people's theorists will say that um, people go into business for different reasons and all of that. We want to make money. But sometimes they say that when you go into business to solve a problem you have identified yeah. and you focus on solving the problem, then the money comes. Yes. Is it theory or is it true? If you find a solution to a problem, sometimes you have to find the problem first. Naturally. Locate the problem Naturally. first. Then you have to find a solution. Yes. When you're able to master the solution, you get money from it. Mm. But if you're not able to master the solution, then you, you become a pay setter. Then other people will look at the problem and find solutions to it. They'll, they'll beat you in the market. True. Yeah. True. And there was Facebook. There was high five before Facebook, right? Naturally. A lot of people don't remember that. Yes, there was high five before Facebook. Yeah. I mean, I think it's maybe the Gen Z. <laughs> There was high five before Facebook. Free information. Where is high five now? There was Yahoo Messenger before Facebook yeah. Messenger. Where is Yahoo Messenger yeah. now? So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Let's talk about raising capital. Um, and very good afternoon to you, Uncle Ken Thompson, DLX Finance, uh, my father, my uncle. He talks a lot, uh, very passionately about raising capital. He has a category. I'm not going to talk about his category, but how did you raise capital for your business? How did I, I like mean? the way you've exhaled. <laughs> Okay, let me tell you the truth. Mm. Did you borrow from friends? Did you borrow from family? Did somebody give you money? Did you get a credit line? First and foremost, at the beginning of my journey, mm. right, I'd finished national service and I decided to go and learn a trade. Mm. When you are learning a trade in Ghana, you are not being, you are not paid. Apprentice, that's the word. When you are an apprentice, I want someone who is learning a trade to to connect to what mm -hmm. I'm saying. Mm -hmm. When you are learning a trade in Ghana as an apprentice, you are not paid. I, I hear it's you. You are the one who rather pays something. You for. you pay the person for teaching you. Yes. And then when you are about to leave too, you pay mm. to exit. Mm. But during the tenure of your apprenticeship, you are not supposed to be paid. Mm. So right now, it's very difficult for the youth or someone to learn a trade because they expect their madam or their boss to pay them, to give them a stipend for food or transportation. Nobody's going to do that, so you're not going to learn a trade. Mm. Now, when I was doing that, I had some money saved mm. from my national service. So mm. that is what took me through that period. Now, if you're going to learn a trade and you don't have anybody to support you, you won't survive. Mm. Hair, hairdressing, shoemaking, carpentry, plumbering, mm. any of the auto services, mm -hmm. you won't survive. Mm. So I had that, and that's what took me through that period. Now, when I decided to set up mm -hmm. Start, I reached out to a friend on Facebook. She used to be my classmate, Esther Fari. Mm. I don't know where in the world she is now. Good afternoon to you, Esther Fari, if you're listening to us. Yes. And she sent me money to buy my first set of tools. Thank God for friends, eh? Yes, thank God for friends. Good friends. Good friends. Mm. She sent me money to buy my first set of tools. So even before I left my boss's place, to guest place, I had my tools. I went to Kumasi to procure them. But were you faithful to your friend? Did you pay back? No, she didn't. She didn't. It she was, didn't want it back. No, it was it was a gift. Right. And I don't know whether she thinks I have forgotten, 
But just last week, I reminded her, I made a mm. post on Facebook thanking her that mm. I haven't forgotten that she bought me my first. Please, if food. you can help somebody, help them. Help them. If you don't want it back, tell them you don't want it back. It's a gift. And you too, when you receive it, don't take it for granted. Yes, don't take you it You sit me. and let it count. Yes, yes. Don't, don't take it for granted. So afterwards, I had my first sort of tools and mm. then I started working. So when I decided to make my first pairs of footwear, the person who even took them didn't pay. Mm. Up to now, I'm not talking to the guy. <laughs> but the guy too, you know, try. He didn't pay. He didn't pay. And I started from the house. Now, when mm. I started working, I had this small machine. Eh? It can shake. It will shake and move, the machine will move from one side <laughs> to, <laughs> to the other side. Yeah. It was shaking so bad. I couldn't believe. Hey, mm. how will I do this? Yeah, say, now, take a taxi. Mm-hmm. Put the machine inside. Head toss. Like, I was working from mm. the house and head mm-hmm. toss where I currently work now. Mm. To look for someone to fix it for me. <laughs> so, gradually... I make a sale, mm-hmm. I buy material, I make a sale, I buy material. I virtually put all my money back into the business. Tell us about your first sale. When my you started first, on your own. When I, my first yeah, sale. Your first sale. My first sale, I'm saying, didn't bring me money. The guy didn't pay he for didn't it. He didn't pay for it. Okay, but the, the, the first person who paid for it. Uh, my very first what was sale. The, what was the feeling like? Oh, it was nice. Any money is nice. <laughs> but, but, but did you also feel a sense of accomplishment? Yes, I did. That it's paid there's off. Not, there's nothing like spending money. It was money. like your first product yes. after your, your training. Yes. There's nothing like spending money that you have earned. Mm. You know, there's some accomplishments. And I, 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 can't, I can't begin it to... It hits home differently. Yeah, it hits home differently, you know. Yeah. That's my brain. My brain is more genuine in the media time. It hits differently. I say, I know a rep, I say, oh, crap. Oh, it's easy. <laughs> it's so easy. Okay. Um, tell us about your, your first setback. I know, so I know you've had a lot of challenges. I mean, like every other business person, but your very first one. Okay. Yeah. The first one that really hit me, hit me really bad. I, I, I paused business to, how do I put it? To enhance my knowledge. Mm. Like the way you do a master, first degree yeah. and you want to do a master. So I put my business on hold for a while to go and learn somewhere. Mm. When I went to learn, the person didn't teach me. Mm. He took my money, he didn't teach me. It was so far, I was doing it for six months, like six months. I was leaving my house every day to Dome. My phones were stolen. In a, in a matter of one week or less, two phones were stolen. And I decided that it was too much for me. Yeah. I was working with someone and just as I was about to get back, so resume the, the business, he passed away one morning while I was at oh, work. Dear. Oh my god. I I I lost it. It was is I think so far it's been the biggest setback. Setback for you. I lost every zeal to work. I couldn't work. I just everything It was like everything that could go wrong yes, was going wrong. Could go wrong, had gone wrong. And I I I, I didn't want to work. Mm. There was no motivation. I just stayed home for a very long time. It's all about um, like December, this mm. happened like let's say September. Mm. So about December, when I said, "Okay, oh let me start working again," it was difficult. So, while you are doing your business, some setbacks will mm-hmm. hit you so hard. You can lose all your capital in a day mm. based on a bad business decision you took. Mm-hmm. You can buy bad raw materials. Mm-hmm. 
someone can come and buy from you and not pay back on time. Mm. I know a friend who is going through that at the moment. It's huge money. Mm. And then you can even, I mean, fire happens. They said insurance people will tell you fire can happen. So can mm-hmm. go to home, come back one day, and all your machines are broken down. That happened to me recently. All my machines broke down in one week. That's just like... Together? All of them together. So it, 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 I, I stopped taking orders because then people do not understand why my order is being delayed. So I'm like, okay, let me sort out. Let me find a way to sort out all the orders that I already have as against taking new ones and compiling the pressure on me. Mm. So these are some of the setbacks. But you need to be honest. You need to communicate your, your setback to your customers so they mm. know what you're dealing with. Okay. As against oftentimes, being shady. Yes, oftentimes you hear people say, you know, I had a setback and I went through it. Because we're on air, we have only a few minutes. It looks like it's a blip. But you went through stuff. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you had to deal with it emotionally. You went through the faces, yeah. all the faces of regret, remorse, you, yeah. you're giving up, and then you came back. Yeah. But the most important thing is that you came back. You have to come back. And that's the point you made earlier, that no matter what happens, you have to come back. Yeah. You, you can't give up. Someone, you have to remember that someone is there saying that you can't do it. Say a castle to me. Mm-hmm. So are you going to give the person that joy? <laughs> that joy. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to me about your raw materials. Um, okay. I know that leather should be key in your process. Yes, leather is key. Okay. So again, I picked up some stuff about leather online. Um, I assumed I didn't know what leather was. <laughs> so here's what I found again from Wikipedia. Apparently, leather is a byproduct, and the main sources of that raw material for the leather industry worldwide are cattle including buffalo, sheep, goats, and pigs, who are reared specifically for the production of meat, wool, and dairy products. Um, How do you source, or how available is it, or how unavailable is it? Or Talk to us about... Leather is available in very limited quantities here. Mm. We actually use byproducts of what, or the excesses of what's produced in Europe, or Italy. Mm. Most of all my materials are Italian sourced. Okay. So we have people who import into the countries mm-hmm. and then you buy from them. However, you cannot maintain continuity and consistency because it comes in very limited quantity. So if I have the shade of purple today and I run out of stock, I can't guarantee that the next time I'll get the I'm same. I'm going to get it. Yeah. Yeah, the flexibility and yeah. you can get the same. The supply thing. lines are inconsistent. Very inconsistent. And that also affects you, doesn't it? In terms it does. Of, you know, it does. But the then, consistency of your product. Yes, it that. does. So, but the only thing that you can continually maintain, like, oh, this I'm with, is black leather. Right. But coffee... That no, one no. is consistent. That one is consistent. That one is always consistent. Mm. Even if you don't get it, you can change the color to black, but you can't change the color to red or right. purple or that. So the consistency is an issue. Right. Yeah. So apart from leather, what are... I, mean, I know probably there are a few other, other, yes. other raw materials. So we have that. the other raw materials we use for... That's glue. Then we have what we use for the sole, mm. which is also imported from China, mm. Nigeria, Italy, and stuff like that. Mm. Yes. That one, as, if you want a certain quality, to so that one is also limited. Mm. And it affects the price. It's a pricing thing. Right. Yeah, so if you want the higher quality ones are more expensive, as against the ones you can just tear apart with your hands. Yeah. <laughs> right. In terms of the value chain for your business, I mean, I want to say value chain, there are people along your line of business who make it possible for you to do what you do. So, yeah. 
would it be safe to say you're in the manufacturing industry? Yes, I am in the manufacturing yes. industry. Yes, and so there are people, you know, in transport, in customer service, and whatever. Talk to us a bit about your your value chain. And, okay, and so my value chain, I, um, let me start from the customer. Mm. The customer comes to me and brings a specific order. I want a pair of Oxfords in, let's say, brown. Okay. I'm going to assume I don't have brown leather. What are Oxfords? They're a type of shoe. You're not wearing Oxfords. You're wearing derbies. So the the Oxford... for those of you we are streaming live on Facebook. Why? Right? If you want to see my derbies, I'm wearing derbies. <laughs> Please go to our Facebook page and watch us live. So the Oxfords are the closed loop. This is open. You see okay. the sides here are open. Right. You have one that is closed, a closed loop. That's one. Right. Yeah, they're all from our. So shoes. again, you just did something right there. Know your product. You have to know whatever your you are you are selling or whatever. It's not that your your shop attendants shouldn't know more than you. You are the you are the owner. You should know. Yes, you should know, but yeah. you see, the shop attendant also has to know. No, not Because even the customer doesn't know. Right. The customer doesn't know the name. You're wearing it, but you don't know. But when you come to me, I have to tell you what name. But let me be mysterious and ask. So when people come to the shop, mm-hmm. I mean, I know that some people, they've had a good upbringing and they've been exposed and they know. So do they say, Charlie, me pay black shoe? And now they say, I want Oxfords. I want Deb- a black shoe. Up to now, I didn't know that I was wearing Debbie's. No, no, no. I want a black shoe. <laughs> wow. Wow. Very few people know the type of shoes that they are wearing very few those are the shoe enthusiasts mm. very few people mm. you're telling us about the value chain yes yeah, so so, yes. so you come to me and I'm, I'm assuming i don't have anything so you mm. want um, a pair of oxfords in brown mm. so i go to my supplier a vendor mm-hmm. and ask i want brown leather maybe what kind of shade then mm. i source it from there mm. the person who may sell the leather to you may not be the person who will sell the bona that's what i use for the soul to you so i go to someone else and procure bona mm-hmm. i go to someone else procure lace glue and all other things then come back to the shop so that's like quite a few people in the value chain there isn't it yes that's quite a few people come back to your shop if i do not have the style you have you want i now take a last that's the mode of the foot mm-hmm. of the shoe and then draw what you have asked me so you have draw to, it. Yes, you have to take a three-dimensional, like this, an image, and put turn it into two-dimensional. Are you getting me? I'm only staring because I'm super okay, impressed. So, <laughs> so this is three-dimensional. Yes, yes. No, I get it completely, no, but I'm just... I get it. I'm impressed that you're doing this here in Ghana. This is three-dimensional. So the mic is three-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Let's say we are not going to use a foam for mm-hmm. this. But it's like a, a fabric, mm-hmm. and we need to make it. Exactly. We have to draw this shape on a round ball, mm-hmm. cut the paper, put it, put it on the paper, and now make mm-hmm. it two-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Cut the cloth, mm-hmm. sew it, and put it back. That's what we do to a shoe. So you have people with this skill on your team? Yes, 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 yes. What are they called? We are shoemakers. If you were buildings, I would say they are the architects or draftsmen. But if it's manufacturing of shoes, I don't know what to call them. We are them. shoemakers. If people can draw and make shoes are shoemakers, then the ones we call shoemakers, they are not shoemakers. No, they are not shoemakers. Wow. They are cobblers and <laughs> there's another one. Code cod wineness or something like that. They are not they are not shoemakers. Impressive. They are, they are cobblers. But how do you manage the risk of all these various lines? Because then it requires quite a bit of planning. Yes. So that you have a bit of stock. So what will help you is that you always have to have stock. Mm. You always have to have stock. So when you come to my shop, you would ask me, do you sell leather here? I yeah, try you have to, a lot of leather. Yes, I do. I try to 
buy and stock as much as possible, especially for brown leathers because they are not very common. Mm. And for certain colors, the, the ladies want their colors. Right. So you have to make sure those ones are there. Then someone comes to you and say, oh, I want crocodile green. By the time you go to the market, crocodile green is not available. But you have to have crocodile green there. So you see, of all the, all the, of all the trades, shoemaking is the most expensive. Mm. Don't try if you don't have the support. When you take your dress to a tailor to sew for you, you go with a fabric. The tailor has a sewing machine. I have to think about it. You're right. The tailor has a sewing machine. Even if it's the singer type, it's a sewing machine. Mm -hmm. If he wants to do knitting, he takes it to someone else. He does the knitting for mm -hmm. her. Then he brings it back to you. pay the money. Mm -hmm. If you don't have the fabric, you give her money to go and procure the fabric for you. Mm -hmm. You making it's not like that. If you go to the carpenter, uh, the table, I want a round table. Okay, Adriani Bay say the wood will cost this mm -hmm. much. You pay for the wood and you pay an advance for your uh, workmanship. Mm -hmm. Then he fixes it for you. You should make it it's not like that. By the time you come to me, I must have the leather there. So you always need to pre-finance it. And the things we use to work are expensive. Mm. They are not cheap. I have to get brown leather. Someone will come, I want brown with a shade of wine. Ox blood. Someone will say, I want light brown. Someone will say, I want coffee brown. Someone will say, I want a shade closer to black. You need to have all that. Wow. Yes. Interesting. I'm I'm super excited. Somehow, maybe in in, in my next life, <laughs> I, I I would like to learn that skill. <laughs> if you just tuned in, this is Masterclass here on the Superstation Joy ninety nine point seven. We're having a conversation with Akosia Sechi Ejikum, who is the CEO of Nuesa Shoes. We will be getting interactive shortly so that you can be a part of that conversation. But before that, let me ask Akosia just maybe one more question. Um, we'll be talking about packaging, branding, and marketing. Uh, but before we do that, I, I want my listeners to be a part of this conversation. So we take a quick message from our sponsors. When we come back, we get interactive. Your favorite on-air business development program, Joy Business Masterclass, is in session. And you can interact with us on Facebook via the Joy 99.7 FM or Joy Business pages. If you tweet, the handle is at Joy 997 FM or at Joy Business GH. Don't forget to hashtag JB Masterclass. You can also call us on 0302-216541 or send your questions and contributions through to the WhatsApp number 0551-111997 and our facilitators will address your concerns. Attention everyone, class is in progress. Welcome back. If you've just tuned in, this is Masterclass here on your Superstation Joy 99.7. We're here in the studio with Akosia Sechi Ejikum, who's the CEO of Nuesa Shoes. We're interactive right now. Numbers to call 0302-216-541. That's 0302-216-541. You can also send us your comments on 055-1111-997. If you have a motor vehicle of any kind, then here's some great news for you from Goyle. What do you do when you run out of fuel in your vehicle? Do you just stop anywhere? If that's what you do, then please don't do that anymore. Let us introduce you to the Good Energy family and why you must be a part of it. Goyle Super XP Run 95 and Diesel XP are the best quality fuels with high performance in town for your vehicle. Goyle Super XP Run 95 is a high-grade fuel sold at the same price as normal fuel. Goyle Super XP is low in sulfur, making it an eco-friendly option for your vehicle. With over 440 stations across the nation, join the family that rewards you with the quality for an energized driving experience. 
Goyle, good energy, Goyle, Yenara, Yedia. Residents and potential residents of Tema, Ashaiman, Michelle Camp, Afienya, Dawenya, Pram Pram, Chopoli, Nungwa, and Spintex Road, among others. There's some great news for you. The Ecobank Joint News Habitat Fair will be at your doorstep this September. The date is Friday the 15th sun through to Sunday the 17th September 2023. The venue is a Tema Municipal Assembly premises. The time is from 8 a.m. through 6 p.m. daily. Exhibitors include finance companies, real estate developers, insurance companies, land vendors, and providers of housing accessories, home appliances, furniture, home security, and roofing, among others, as well as companies who sell building materials. To exhibit your products, please call us on 0540-110-389 or 0244-260-653. The Ecobank Joint News Habitat Fair Tema is in partnership with Ecobank the Pan-African Bank, and with the Planned City Extension Project from Cities and Habitats. And all of this is sponsored by Elegant Homes, where quality meets value, Global Lighting, your solution to quality lighting, Syntex Tank, air strong, air tough, Gold Key Properties, building prestige since 1997, Springfield Estates, where dreams are built, Virtual Security, complete security solutions, DBS, your roof experts, Virtual InfoSec Africa, Security Solutions by Design, St. Goban, Making the World a Better Plan, Clifton Homes, Beautiful Homes Wise Investments, and the Kensington Heights at the Airport City Kumasi by HDG Homes Limited. Phone lines are now open, 0302216541. Please pick up that phone, give us a call. Um, you want to ask Akosia a question on her story, we'll still be having the chat, but otherwise, you want to get interactive. You can also send us your comments on 055 1997 <laughs> um, I've got a few more questions here for you, but I think I have something on social media. Let me see if I can I can pick that quickly. It says, uh, this one is from, you did not add your name. So this is Apau Benedict. Uh, Apau, um, okay, it says, good afternoon. This is Apau Benedict. I want to know about her raw materials used and how best we can help produce locally. So she just talked about a few of her raw materials, the biggest one being um, leather. So what we'll do is that we'll put the contact details out after the conversation and then I'm sure you can reach her um, back door and then be a help. Uh, there's a correction on something we said earlier. Um, I mean, if you can bring that back on the on the bully and Busa. Um, <laughs> yes. Give me a bully Bible. <laughs> so this is from um, Albert Seth Okran from Spintex. Uh, it says you can get as a bully Bible would like that. He says, please, did you say bully people? Bully is the language, yeah, yeah, but the people yeah. are bully, bulsa, bulsa or bulsa. Yeah, bulsa. Just a little correction. Thank yeah. you so much for the program, which are very educated. I've learned a lot from them. Albert, thank you for the correction. So to all my bulsa people who yeah. speak the bully language, yeah. uh, we have Nuesa Shoes uh, here on the show yeah. this afternoon. Please keep your comments coming through 055 uh, and let's all learn from each other. I have a couple of questions for you. Um, okay. When a customer buys from Nuesa, what are they buying? There's they're no right buying, answer to this question. No, no, you. They're buying, what is the value that you sell to them? They are buying a one of a kind footwear they might never meet anybody wearing again. Okay, so sell Nuesa shoes in 10 seconds. Hey, the sports back. <laughs> <laughs> Tell my, list, my male listeners why the next shoes they buy, the next set of shoes they buy should be Nuesa shoes. If you want to walk into a room mm -hmm. 
and you want someone to pay attention to your feet and remember what you are wearing come and buy from me come and buy from me that's all brilliant i like that how do you advertise your goods i use social media social media and then opportunities like these so i get to market myself okay social media is it helpful these days yes it is everybody's on social media Mm. (laughs) what's attraction are you able to measure your traction on social media and says a number of hits, number of uh, leads, number of businesses. Generated. Yes, yes, you're able to hit you. And funny enough, the people get to see you or read or see or visit your post, mm. your page, do not interact with you on on social media. Mm. They just come back door. They just immediately hit your WhatsApp and then they do business with you. So, I've got a question on social media. Um, I believe you can open that one up for me. It says, I didn't get your name. Uh, okay, it says. Uh, Okay, I'll still read it anyway. I don't have your name, but please add your name when you send the message. It says, good afternoon. Please, does she make ladies' shoes? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay. You know, people are paying attention. <laughs> people pay attention to mm-hmm. what you do. Yeah. It is only your food that people don't eat, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're watching. But people watch you. I got an opportunity to be on a, another media, mm. a very big one. Mm. And then afterwards, someone called me and said, oh... Um, she does beats and she wants that opportunity too. So, mm-hmm. do I have a contact or um, how was I? How did I contact them? I said, Madam, mm-hmm. I was there in my shop mm-hmm. and I was called. Wow. So, please, whatever it is that you are doing, people are watching you. They'll call you, they'll reach for you. They'll reach for you. Yeah. Okay. So, where can we find your products? If you want to find my products, you can, you'd have to um, order using social media mm-hmm. by social media i mean through facebook instagram mm-hmm. or whatsapp will you put your handles out yes i would i would for my business line is zero two four seven two seven nine five seven four you take that again slowly zero two four seven two seven nine five seven four we'll put it out again before we leave <laughs> yes and then on facebook yeah. is noisa n <clears throat> N U E S A shoes. That's all. Okay. On Instagram and on Facebook, and then you find well. me. You find all my images. I'm more active on Facebook. You mm. find all my images on Facebook. If you don't like anything you've seen, just come. We can still deliberate and then mm. do something just for you. And if you're getting married, you don't need to go and order shoes from where, where, where. I don't want to do free. I, free I know, I right? Be. There are shoes here in Ghana. They can make it for you. See, even if you want your name under the shoe, you can write, you can write it for you. You can write it for so you. So, patronize made in Ghana goods. If, you, if it is a tip of the shoe you want us to put your name, we'll put your name there for That's you. That's all. That's all. Oftentimes, business experts will say that mar- mar- there's, there's something called market segmentation. Yeah. And so, you can't be all things to all men. Yes. Is your product tailored towards a certain segment of the market? Or do you have a product for... A number of segments. I do not currently have products for every segment of the market. Mm. I make products for people who have appreciation of fine footwear. Mm. Yes. Back at home. Yes. <laughs> you need to have the appreciation. Because if you don't appreciate it, how would you understand that? Mm-hmm. It takes me probably one week mm. to make this stitching. And as such, it comes with a certain price. Mm. So it is not, I don't make footwear for everybody. There's a question on social media. Kedan, so in Dawenya. Um, oh, but... Charlie said, it's like you, you've already uh, made up your mind. It says, please ask your guest, why is it that made in Ghana products are very expensive? Okay, so made in Ghana products are not mechanized. Mm. 
as against going to China to procure something, mm. and they're producing like maybe one million pieces a day. And it's a machine that's just. It's doing a machine it. that is just doing it. If you come to me, you can sit in the in the shop, and I'll be cutting it. Mm. So you get an input every step along the way. Now, if you want to take this same process to Europe, and you want to bring it into your Ghana city, you can't pay. Mm. You want a handmade shoe. Someone is selling a handmade shoe to you for 600 cities. Mm -hmm. And you're saying it's expensive. Mm. A handmade shoe is going for more than 1,000 USD. Mm. Calculate, do the comparison. It doesn't tally anyway. But with time, economies of scale will set in. Yes. And I think so become a bit more affordable. So, yes. Mr. Danzo, uh, let's support our own. After a while, when we get a lot of business and we are exporting, and I'm coming there, yes. do we sell to the international market? I do. I have international. I have okay. customers. Well. Is it picking up? Yes. Is after helping in any way? The African Free Trade Continental Area. I mean, we can sell to Togo, to Benin, to Nigeria, to Angola, to Gambia. That's why you didn't visa. Not yet. No, not yet. Not, not yet. Okay, okay, but but this but this promise. Yeah. Talk to us about people management. Um, the recruitment of your team, your team cohesion, your team structure. As an ex, you know, so what have your experiences been, and what are the learning points so that someone listening as a also... business owner. <laughs> it's tough, eh? When you decide to go, no, when you decide to first and foremost do business in this country, if you have temper issues, anger issues. Make sure you keep it under your pillow every morning. In fact, the first thing you should buy is an ice chest. Yes. And you move your hat and put it put inside. Put it inside and then you step out. <laughs> because your employees are going to set you off. The, mm. the Ghanaian employee thinks he's doing the boss a favor. Mm. And so if I don't come to work, the business will not go. And that you are making all the money and giving them chicken change. Mm. There are so many sides of a business that as an employee, you don't see. You don't see it. Mm -hmm. And there are so many sides as a business, as an employee that the employer also doesn't see. Have you ever had to let any of your staff go? Yes, I, ha oh, I have. A few of them. Yes, I have. Was it a difficult decision to make? It's extremely, it's an extremely difficult one. It's, it's, it's but sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes it's very necessary. When you recruit, how do you know you're getting the right people? Oof. I recruit based on. Um, Skill set. Mm. So it is based on skill set. Then the person, the ability for the person, the ability, the person's ability to do the job. Mm -hmm. Then you have to look at the attitude too. Right. If the person can do a good job and or pilfer from you, doesn't make any sense. Mm. If you know you can't trust this person, it doesn't make any sense to leave to work with that person. So skill is good, but attitude is even yes. better as an addition. Yes. Yeah. What is what are your thoughts on customer experience? Generally. Generally. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they say that customer is always right. That's what they say. Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it? I don't believe in that, okay. honestly. Okay. I don't I don't believe in that the customer is always right. Mm -hmm. The customer is keen, yes. Okay. But the customer is not always right. And as a business owner, you're also not always right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you have to be able to manage the customer's expectation okay. and make sure that everybody who does business with you leaves um, with a, with an experience. It has to be a good experience so mm. that they are able to refer people to you. Yeah. Okay. Um, what kind of a leader would you say that you are? I'm not autocratic. I'm not an autocratic leader. I'm not okay. an autocratic leader. 
And I I believe I want to get everybody's opinion. As a team leader, you have to get other people's opinions. Mm -hmm. Maybe I think 